0: How's it going listeners, this is Gina Versa. We're on another episode of Serving Up Comics. Kind of a special episode. Um, you know, we're doing something for free comic book day. Kind of uh, you know, this is just very impromptu. I have a good friend of the show, Nikki Braza. How are you, Nikki?
1: I'm good. How are you,
2: Gene?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, yeah, Nikki, you were uh yeah, fr- a lot of we have a lot of mutual friends. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think they've recommended you for the podcast. And, we, and we've been, uh, we, we've known each other for a while. We're friends. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> podcasted. Yeah, say
1: that part too.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Podcasted way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're uh, glad to have you on. Tell us a little bit about yourself for anyone.
1: Well, hello. Listen? Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was like years ago that we did anything like this before,
0: yeah. Um, do you but remember I, what it was on?
1: Yeah, I do. Do you?
0: Oh yeah, it was uh I think it was Dr. Odyssey. Right?
1: Yeah, Dr. Odyssey. Oh, okay. it's like lots of different topics I feel like we would talk about on that. But I yeah. know we did a few episodes. We did talk I I very much remember talking about Civil War. I don't know if you that's I don't know why that's in my mind. No,
2: um, no that's all good. But sorry, Captain sorry. America, America is okay.
1: a big deal to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess.
2: Yeah.
1: Um but yeah, hello. Um I'm a comic fan, but my day job is a teacher. So I teach third grade right now. Um I've taught first, third, and fifth. So that's what I've been doing with my life the past few years. Uh pretty much since the last time I podcasted anything. <laughs> that's been taking up all my time. Um yeah, so I don't know what else to say about myself to intro me.
0: Oh yeah. Um that's tell us a little bit. B- no, it's all good. Um <laughs> tell us a little bit about like just um like reading comics, how you got into it. Um, you're telling me you're kind of a new right, fan. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, so this is how I think of my comic journey. Um, when I was younger, I feel like looking back, I feel like comics are not marketed towards women, especially not women of color, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I'm Mexican-American. And uh, so I think when I was younger, like I remember when the first Spider-Man came out with Toby, I was in love with Toby, And I like was very much obsessed with Spider-Man, but there weren't things I felt like that were for me, like Spider-Man was for me to admire, but not to aspire to be like him. Like I remember like, oh, Mary Jane's the girl. So I really like Mary Jane. And I remember buying books about her, but not comics about her. And as I got older and then like, there's all these more superhero movies coming out. It's like, I, as like an adult, realizing you know this is all really interesting to me and I like these comic book movies and and all these things but I don't really know a lot about it but I feel like as I was growing up none of this was made for me and even now and especially then I'm so I'm talking like maybe I don't know 10 years ago when Marvel movies were really starting to take off and get big um Even then, and kind of still now, I feel like there is a weird feeling when you go in a comic book shop, at least as a girl, and feeling like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't know what I'm interested in. I don't know anything about like the history of a lot of the big characters. And it feels overwhelming because you think of like Superman and Batman and like the big names. There's so much history there. And there's so many different stories there that it feels overwhelming to know like where to even start. So um, it's kind of nerve wracking going into a comic book store, but I kind of a few years ago just changed my mentality to be don't worry about trying to catch up on things. Just you're reading for your own enjoyment and that's all that it's about. So my mentality now when I do go into a comic shop is I'm just going to look around and see like what covers look interesting to me, like what superhero name sounds interesting to me. And that's how I choose what I want to read. And that's just my attitude towards it now. Um, so it doesn't feel like, I think before it, it was almost like I was putting pressure on myself. Like I need to know so much, but now my, my mind is just, well, what am I gonna enjoy reading? Who do I want to learn about? And my, typically I, I go towards like female led stories and there's a lot more of them now. And I think like just all the, characters you see now like I didn't grow up with any of that and I wonder all the time how is that affecting young girls growing up now and and, I mean I'm a teacher too so you know you see like a lot of girls coming in with superhero things on their shirt and they get excited about it um so it's just I I don't know where my point was I'm going with (laughs) with this but But I guess that's my roundabout way of saying, like, that's kind of how I got into comics. Like, it, it really was more, like, as an adult and me, like, just saying I'm not going to have pressure and just find what looks good to
2: me,
0: I guess. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's really cool because, I mean, the kind of the fandom sort of culture is evolving. Mm-hmm. It's being more inclusive because I,
2: mm-hmm. man,
0: I remember when I was, like, going into comic stores, you know, when I was, like, 10 or something, it was all... Mm-hmm all guys or some you know it's just like very much like it was very much uh i wouldn't say like yeah like exclusionary but yeah it was kind of uh you know kind of a boys club so you know it's it's really cool to to see that cuz it's like um you know uh, more readers feel represented um especially like uh, more female writers as well so mm-hmm. yeah cuz it's like and yeah like 10 something years ago there wasn't as many and now kind of Oh, you know opened it up mm-hmm. a bit more do you have any uh character that you kind of follow right now um you know
1: um for some reason i love she hulk like i don't know what it was that drew me to her there was years ago it was like um i don't know what the word is actually it's behind mm-hmm. me um a force presents and it was oh. like yeah and it this is one of them so it just has like little snippets of a handful, but they're all female um, mm-hmm. characters so it had like Miss Marvel, Squirrel Girl, Black Widow, Mighty Thor, um, and it had She-Hulk in it. But so that was one of my, this actually was one of my first introduction to start reading comics because it was, it was just a good introduction point And it like, it was all women in the series in these volumes. Um, but She-Hulk was my absolute favorite. I think it's, I think what I like about her is they're all superheroes and they're superpowered, and I feel like a lot of stories are the they're trying to come to grips with their power and like mm-hmm. find their superhero-ness but I feel like when I read She-Hulk she knows she's a superhero but she's mm-hmm. trying to deal with that in her like everyday life in the yeah. courtroom in her job so it's the reverse of it I think is what really interests me about her.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, She-Hulk's the only Hulk, I think, that likes being in their Hulk form. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know, certainly, yeah, she has that going, and then, if you ever watched the 90s Hulk cartoon, she was, uh, like, pretty impactful there, I'm not sure if you ever, if you mm-hmm. ever watched that. it I'll was put on, it like, on my U- list. Yeah, it's on, like, <laughs> Disney Plus now, but it was on, like, UPN, and that was, like, one of the bigger, like, mm-hmm. She-Hulk, whatever. So, yeah, no, that's, you know, that's really cool. That's, like, interesting, because, yeah, I mean, like, I can only think from, like, a guy's perspective of, like, what, like, mm-hmm. characters, like, interest me, I guess, you know?
1: Interesting. Yeah, and I, it's always, I just, I want to read about the girls. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> that's yeah, my exactly. thing. Yeah. And there's
1: so much more now, I mean.
0: Yeah, did you uh find any, like, in, you know, just kind of watching the movies now, I mean, you've seen, like, Birds of Prey. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot more, like, kind of, like, female driven like Marvel or DC characters, like it's gonna be a Miss Marvel show.
1: Um, Birds of Prey is probably my favorite. That's mm. the shirt I'm wearing right now, Birds of Prey. It's um,
2: great, yeah.
1: least, I mean, at least of the DC films of Marvel, that's a hard pick. Um, I might still say Birds of Prey is like my favorite thing. There's just a lot about it. And I feel like I'm learning more about Harley Quinn. I haven't read that many of her stories. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like the portrayal of her by Margot Robbie, but, and birds of prey was just very, there's a lot of little things about it
2: Mm -hmm.
1: that, um, I remember talking to an old coworker about, it's just little things that he didn't pick up as a guy. Like there was a part in like where they're interrogating her and they pull like a tampon out of her pocket. Like that to me was mind blowing that that was in a superhero film, just that there was a tampon or Mm -hmm. uh, there's a part where they're fighting and, um, black canary's hair swinging and it's like you want a hair tie oh yeah it's like little yeah. things like that that are like oh that makes it feel somehow realistic to me as a woman like mm-hmm. as they're fighting because yeah I would want to put my hair up if I'm like <laughs> trying to beat all these dudes there's just little things all throughout them I love that movie
0: yeah no I mean uh you know the director being like female too certainly added mm-hmm. like a perspective as well right yeah.
2: yeah yeah for sure at the
0: end it's pretty great yes. want to see her empire movie whenever that's coming out
1: no idea i don't know <laughs> good question
0: <laughs> yeah but no no cool um you know it's always like i'm uh, always interested in like what like people are reading because yeah i just read like batman and like uh just really random
1: stuff yeah. i feel like of like big characters that's what i'm reading but then i also ha- i feel like lately the comics i'm reading are not like superhero mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. like um, have you read *Nice House on the Lake*?
0: uh no, no, I haven't. Um, so that this lake- okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So I feel like I've been reading things that are a little more like dystopian, and this is something that I realize. Like this, this is me just walking in and picking off what looks interesting, as opposed to trying to like figure things out. This is like a dystopian. It's kind of horror. Basically, it sets up like these people are invited to a house on the lake, and then mm-hmm. the world basically ends, and they don't know why they're there or like they're safe where they are um so it's kind of mystery it's kind of sci-fi dystopian um and then this one was the last one i read made in korea have you read this
2: no no i haven't Jeremy Holt. Mm-hmm. it's
1: another kind of it's just like dystopian it's almost like a black mirror episode it's like robot ai i don't know that's what my i've been drawn to the last few months or like stuff like this that are a little
0: independent um, like
1: independent yeah
0: yeah no there's a lot of good independent comics out
2: there Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so people should check them out (laughs) yeah yes yeah (laughs) definitely but yeah going off of that um it was free comic book day
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and we uh both partaked. i think we go to the same comic store right yeah
1: yeah yeah Yeah,
0: (laughs) under city comics Mm -hmm.
2: yeah
0: they hold my stuff give me a discount but um yeah
2: fancy
0: (laughs) i guess so yeah (laughs) um so do you have any uh, early memories of like when you started going to free comic book day because I, I think that's a cool sort of mm-hmm. like event because it gets people that you know maybe never read a comic maybe like mm-hmm. more casual fans in there because they're like hey free comics some stuff's discounted
2: uh, yeah yeah
1: i think i remember like in high school i knew there was such a thing as free comic book day but i never went i never really understood where or how mm-hmm. i guess um, and it wasn't till I don't know how many years ago. I I have this very vivid memory. I was with some friends. We went to the Renaissance Fair, and we came back and we had met up in Uptown near Undercity. And one of them remembered that the day, and they're like, "Oh, it's Free Comic Book Day." What? Oh, it is. And so I kind of was tagging along with them. And that was my first experience of seeing like that. Um, just the free things, obviously you get. Um, But also, I just very vividly remember in Undercity is really good. And I always want to go there every year for free comic book day. They always have sales. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get something or you're interested in something, it's like the best day in the world because a lot of stuff is half off, um, which is like a steal, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Uh, So if you if there's something you've been wanting to read or learn about, like it's it's just the best day ever. Um, That was that was my first experience of it. And I remember it was towards the end of the day because we hadn't planned on going there. It was just like, Oh, it's today. Oh, we're by the comic book store. It was at the very end of the day and they had a lot left over because normally when you go, there's a maximum amount you can get.
2: Yeah.
1: It was, they were like near closing and they had so many, they were like, take as much as you want. (laughs) (laughs) So that I think that's why I remember it so much. Cause they like, basically they just gave us a lot. Um, and it was really, really exciting. That was like the best day.
0: <laughs> yeah, free stuff is uh, mm-hmm. pretty cool, right? But yeah. Do you no- remember
1: your first time?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like 2007. And uh, God, yeah, it was because I was trying to go to that one. It was at this like store that's not there anymore. it's called like Geeks or something.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. I think I went because there was a there's a free comic that tied into some storyline I was reading in like in the Avengers. So I think it was like 2007. I was like I don't know, in high school or something. So I have like really vague memories, but I <laughs> so got this. long
1: ago,
2: mm-hmm.
0: It's like so. a
1: million years ago. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Too old, but yeah, that was yeah. that was my first uh first time at Free Comic Day.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Nice
0: yeah Mm -hmm. reminiscing on the stories but yeah um how do you feel just kind of uh you know like the comics that they had this year do you feel the marvel obviously Uh (laughs) always has some tying into like some event or whatever um dc has it but you know they had a lot of cool things like stranger things had Mm -hmm. like a tie-in um this was from like dark horse or like the ninja turtles Mm-hmm. add one and they kind of like show you some of their maybe like older issues of like how the comics used to look in the 80s or something. What do you think of the selection? Yeah. This year?
2: I, I
1: feel like there was a lot and then it there is there's a limit to how many you can get. So I, yeah. I didn't get lucky this time and get a bunch of free extra ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to pick things that because I'm a teacher, I tend to pick the ones that I can put in my classroom for my kids to read so there were a lot of um there were pokemon ones they um there was one meow max something like that i don't know it looked cute i was like my kids will like that there was one um which i think was an old one because it looked familiar because i've now i've noticed that now going so many times um if they didn't run out of one the year before they'll put it out the next year
0: they have it stockpiled. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I noticed there was like a Rosa Parks one. I feel like that one was old. That's a good one to have in the classroom, like have her story in comic book mm-hmm. form. So there are things like that. Um of the ones I picked out, because I noticed like the Marvel and the DC ones, I feel like those go the quickest. Yeah. And I don't much. know if you noticed this, but I feel like there was a portion of time. If you didn't get there early enough, then those ones would like just be gone Yeah. at a certain time of day and you'd get like kind of the leftovers. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if they're better stocked now because I went kind of later in the day and they still had like the Marvel and DC ones. Yeah, not many. Mm -hmm. You could tell they were running low.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think they kind of like prepare, I guess, for uh, Mm -hmm. any shortage in stock of a certain issue, especially like the more popular companies. Mm
1: hmm. But I did pick up, like it's interesting you say how they try to make it. They're going to start tying it into things because one of the ones was this Judgment Day one.
2: Oh yeah, uh,
1: Avengers, X Men, Eternals, which actually this really intrigued me. I was reading through it yesterday and I was like, mm-hmm. "Where is this going?" But obviously, this is going to be some big kind of event. Um, yeah. And pitting them all against each other, it looks yeah. like an interesting setup to me. This story. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the uh the X-Men and the Inhumans are like the Klingons Mm -hmm. and the uh Federation. They just they don't like each other. Have a lot of similarities, but yeah. (laughs) Okay,
1: okay. But you know, this was interesting to me when I was reading it because it's very clearly the start of a new chapter of something, right? Like it's the beginning and it was just making me think because free comic book day I feel like is a gateway drug Mm -hmm. to comics in a way. Like if you don't know anything, right? Like that's the day to go and check things out it's free. Just pick up, you know, what looks cool to you. Um, and so this is like definitely something that somebody, someone could just start here and go from there. You know, you don't need to know a lot. I feel like to, to go from here, from where it started in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then too, I wouldn't like, you know, get too beholden to continuity. Cause it's like, it's always changing, you know, they yeah, write yeah. stuff all the time. So
1: they you know. do you're right. But see, I didn't know that a few years ago. Like, now I know that. But I wouldn't have known that walking into a shop. Anyway, the other thing, did you pick up this one, Marvel Voices?
0: I did not, actually. I think that might have run out, yeah.
1: Um, I didn't know anything about this. I don't know if stuff of this is already published as, like, a bigger collection or book. But essentially, Mm -hmm. it's highlighting the voices that are not always at the forefront of the comic world. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of... Um, queer, uh, Black, Indigenous, people of color um, stories in here, which to me, this is another thing that's like, this didn't exist, you Mm -hmm. know, when I was a kid. To see, you know, these different like skin colors and their different backgrounds and their different, um, these different origin stories, even like the queer stories in here, like these are things that just were not as normalized. Mm -hmm. And so you just feel You know, it's like just that simple representation matters. Like this is interesting that they now, like they're putting this collection together. There's like a Filipino superhero in here. There's um, America Chavez is in here, which, you know, everyone's interested about right now. I'm sure Moon Girl. Um, I don't know. So this is just something that really sparked my attention just because I feel like if you were walking into Free Comic Book Day and like seeing this as a young kid, um, like, this is just very impactful because yeah. I didn't have it when I was your yeah. age. So I, that, that looks really cool. It, it looks like it's going to be kind of like like the A-Force, like I said, of like the different stories kind of collected together. Does that make sense?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, you know, it's, they had something similar. They mentioned there's um, a, like a voices and they'll have different like, um, what's the word, like categories? There was one, my friend, my friend I took with me, um, she's queer. Mm -hmm. And there was a pride one on the shelf, like a collection that she pulled up and she kind of pulled down and was like, whoa, like, this is so cool. Like, so she, it was on sale, obviously. So she bought it, but it was, it was just interesting to see, you know, kind of her as an adult, like, whoa, look, like this is for me. Like I'm getting this, this is so cool.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely is because it's like you know I really appreciate like a lot of uh, especially comic creators um, mm-hmm. like kind of like pushing for that because you have like characters like uh, um you know like uh is it? I think it's like Wink uh, Tommy or Billy um one, mm-hmm. I believe that's Tommy from Wand, Wanda's kids um in the comics one of them is yeah gay. he's in here mm-hmm. Wiccan Wiccan yeah
1: yeah look Wiccan and Hulkling.
0: mm-hmm best couple. Mm-hmm. They've been going couple strong.
1: Alert.
0: Mm-hmm. Going strong for like 15 years or something. Mm-hmm. So pretty good for comic books. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was cool. Oh, look, it's in the cover. Marvel Voices Pride. That's what my friend got. Oh,
0: nice. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. It's
1: pretty. Yeah, I just thought it was neat.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I had another comment about this and I forgot. Oh, I know. But it's also, and I think you mentioned it earlier when I was mentioning mentioning female characters it's the writers too though you know like diversifying the writers room and the, mm-hmm. the artists and things like that so that's something they mentioned at the start of this little free comic issue is like it's not just about that it's about who's cre- being in the room creating the comics too
0: yeah yeah exactly because I'm not sure if you uh you ever read maybe it was like five or six years ago they had a uh, it's called like Mar- all new marvel and they kind of uh certain characters like sam wilson replaced cap and like that's mm-hmm. where you had like female so you need jane foster thor
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: i wouldn't say like uh you know because these are all like weird reactionary weirdos online but you have like some pushback from like you know all these like neck beards or whatever mm-hmm. and they, you know they didn't like it but it's just like you know a lot of those like you know a lot of those stories were pretty good like the jane foster storyline mm-hmm. where she's like thor and everything They're yeah really cool so yeah it's like it's really because you know it's not coming like from like a I don't know whatever like company it's like more like the writers and everything kind of like including some of these characters Mm -hmm.
1: yeah because it kind of has to start there right like the Mm -hmm. creation of it all those people who are upset are like the people who make you feel uncomfortable stepping into a comic book shop yeah (laughs) the the venn diagram is a circle
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they need to, uh, go outside more, and <laughs> talk to, uh, you know, talk to, talk to women, you know, and, uh, or
1: not, they could. or not, people.
0: yeah, I'm, yeah, they could just, I'm good, <laughs> definitely go outside more, go with that, yeah, but, but go that way, mm-hmm. not my way, other way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, it's really interesting, just kind of the, you know, seeing kind of this, uh, perspective and everything. Kind of wanted to talk a little bit just uh, you you know yourself mm-hmm. as an educator as well, just kind mm-hmm. of um using comics to you know, make make kids yeah. more interested in literacy because I remember when I was a kid mm-hmm. maybe like I was like six that's when I started like reading and collecting I think like probably my vocabulary or something definitely mm-hmm. improved. Do you have any? Oh, thoughts for
1: sure, for sure, comic book. So. In t- talking about teaching, reading, the best way to get better at reading is just to read. Like, it sounds mm-hmm. so simple and dumb, but it's as simple as that. It's just like any other skill. You would get better at it by doing it. And sometimes that's not always what parents want to hear. It's yeah. <laughs> like, just make sure your kid is reading. But the biggest thing is, well, they're not going to read if they're not interested in it. And I feel like people might turn up their nose, but comic books are just, is just as much reading as any other book it might seem like, oh, it's frivolous or fun, more Mm -hmm. fun, but all the same components of literacy you're reading in a chapter book, you have in a comic book. There's still, obviously there's still phonics there, reading the text and the story in the background, but your brain when you're reading, especially when you're uh, focusing on comprehension, uh, it's doing the same kind of work. You're knowing the characters, you're making inferences about them you're making predictions about what's going to happen. There's a problem, there's a solution, like all those elements that you get in any other book are in comic books. So I always encourage my kids, if that's all they'll read, like, I just want you to read. Yeah, because you're practicing. So I'd rather you read comic books than read nothing. Um, (laughs) I mean, because they're not going to get better. And that's a big component of balanced literacy, we say is, is choice and giving that the reader uh, option and what they want to pick as opposed to like old school and some schools are still like this. I remember when I was younger, like when we would be reading in class, you're reading out of the big book all together, like the same story. And yeah. there's no, like, it's a lot of times not interesting. A lot of times those characters are not diverse. The stories are not diverse. Um, that's just, that is what it is. But um, now I think in a lot of schools, it's changing where you want to diversify your student's library. Mm -hmm. And that includes adding things like comic books, because they're absolutely super interested in reading comic books. Nine times out of ten, I feel like they'll pick a graphic novel over something else because it just looks cool.
2: Yeah. You know, like uh, it just looks mm -hmm. so much
1: more interesting, all the colors like. um, And so it's it's definitely a gateway into getting them to reading and to being better, better readers. So I'm all for kids reading comic books. And like I said, a lot of times when I do go to a free comic book day, uh, some of my selections, I make sure to pick things that I can put in my classroom for my students. Cause I know, I know they'll be interested in it. They love that stuff.
0: Yeah. Are there any characters or like books that, um, that you noticed uh, your, your students are like drawn to?
1: Literally any graphic novel i put out mm-hmm. they want it like i have pokemon ones i have um there's a series called bone that oh yeah through.
2: i read bone yeah
1: yeah zeta legend of zeta is that her name something like that
2: mm-hmm. um
1: i got one i just put out last kids on earth which i haven't really read through okay um but it's in my classroom library, so i hope it's appropriate no it's fine yeah. it's fine yeah yeah no
2: i think it's good yeah
1: <laughs> But there's like um, I guess they're making it a Netflix show or something. But that that one yeah. my kids have all been, they just pass it around. Like one of them will read it and they pass it to the next kid and they they love it. They love that stuff. Those are kind of the main things. But there are, I notice now there's a lot of um like DC or Marvel that are geared to young readers. And yeah. then I actually remember 2020, it must have been when the shutdowns were. Mm -hmm. They had, you couldn't go to a physical store, but I remember there was a portion of time they had comics online.
2: Mm.
1: read like on their website for free.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, no, it was just online. It wasn't, you didn't even need the app. And I remember Mm. sharing it with my students while they were at home, like distance learning, because I was like excited. Hey guys, it's free comic book day. Like, and I remember making a little video, like reading a comic to them. Um, But it was all like Marvel Characters and it was geared; it was like specifically meant, you know, for for younger readers. Yeah, so it's really cool.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, um, so yeah, how was that like? Just kind of doing through Zoom. I mean, we're kind of recording this through that that (laughs) app now, so I'm not sure if it brings back any memories, but yeah, kind of curious. Yeah,
1: it kind of does. I I just remember at the time. I mean, it was kind of terrible all around for everyone, just being quarantined and blah blah blah. But that was like at the very, very beginning of it, the shutdowns. And my kind of journey, it's a whole long story with my teaching where I was, but I was long-term subbing that year. And I was with this this fifth grade class, um, but I had known them. I had long-term subbed in the other fifth grade classes of that school that same year. I basically knew every fifth grade student. It it was a weird thing. Um, But by the time I actually was in charge of their class, this group, I'd had them maybe a week before we shut down, maybe okay. two weeks, um, but when we went into it. So it was kind of weird because I'd only had them for a short time. And then I was in charge of them while we distance learn. Um, the teacher was on maternity leave,
2: mm-hmm. and,
1: but I did, it was kind of lucky because I knew them just because I had to work with the whole grade throughout the whole year, weird situation. Um, yeah. But so I w- just remember for me at that time, I was trying to make a lot of like just read aloud videos or like showing how to do a different craft or something every day um to try to give them some sense of stability or routine like i would post something every day which i wasn't asked to do or expected to do but it was just i felt like um the kids needed something at home stuck at Mm -hmm. home and my schedule like i was trying to make routine for them but mine was totally off i was like i like read alouds like doing comics and stuff like filming for them i would be up to at like 4 in the morning oh wow like doing like i just had no routine or schedule like my i my sleep was crazy so i'd be up at like 4 like filming something and then like sleep for an hour a few hours and then like post their link in their assignments and the videos online and then like knock out like <laughs> it was weird hey
0: you know it was COVID there was no time or space or whatever But they
1: definitely so all those videos I made for them are unlisted this is kind of embarrassing I don't know if I want to say this but I'll tell you anyway Um, (laughs) that I would post things for them but it was always unlisted like you can't you can't just go search for me I don't think anything will pop up from that time Mm -hmm. but the comic book video like Maybe a year ago, I I happened to open my account and I noticed that the comic book read aloud video I made for them had like over 100 views, which Hmm. that unlisted link only went to like 26 kids. Hmm. So I don't know (laughs) I'm like, did I, was it like a really great video and they were sharing with their friends or mm-hmm. was it like super embarrassing and they were sharing it with their friends? <laughs> Cause yeah. I'm like a lot of those videos, like a lot of the kids, I don't know, you know, maybe five or 10 of them like actually watched it or tried some of the things I did in, in them. But that one had a lot of views and I'm like, why, why is that? let's say it's the magic of comic books yeah that was the most popular with the kids
0: yeah I could buy that I mean you know
1: because um, I yeah I just thought it was odd don't go looking for it you won't find it
0: okay I won't but please don't <laughs> but that's uh that's cool you became like a youtuber though for like for like a year right
1: or like a class yeah. of fifth graders like- yeah
0: <laughs> you were like their personal like blogger or something
1: I guess yeah I never thought of it like that yeah Yeah. I guess it kind of (laughs) was it's a weird life
0: (laughs) yeah COVID was uh, pretty weird yeah Mm -hmm. but no that's really cool kind of like how a lot of people or excuse me a lot of uh, teachers and education kind of like adapted and Mm -hmm. you know made it work because yeah I mean I would hate to kind of be in that situation as well I mean it's very tough and difficult you know. No sort of precedent so
1: yeah yeah it's weird though because most teachers if you ask them will say this year has been harder mm. than last year where we had to distance learn that's a whole that's a whole other topic though yeah <laughs> I won't get into that right now
2: no yeah it's kinda, I, could, yeah. I
1: could rant a long time about uh teaching but yeah <laughs> n- another time <laughs>
0: yeah definitely well we go on many rants on this podcast so you'd feel right at home (laughs) but yeah no that's uh you know definitely commend you for that for you know making it through COVID so
2: thank you
0: yeah and then is there any other way kind of uh, use like comics to help educate or just um any like interesting ways because I mean you know you got like uh you know you got like uh you know the MCU all the Marvel shows Mm -hmm. video games out there really kind of draws you to the comic if uh you know if they're really big fans of uh fans of that I'm just kind of curious what they're how they view kind of like Marvel and all you know DC and all that
1: my students do love all that stuff but they also know I love that so Mm -hmm. maybe they just talk about it to me more but I definitely um my classroom is superhero theme like I have a lot of Marvel stuff up on my walls and they know that so sometimes they'll they'll just ask me things about the characters or what, you know, your superhero. Um, We do a lot of classes do like your superstar of the week or like Mm -hmm. your student of the week, but mine's like a superhero of the week. And they ask each other questions every week. They always ask what every kid's favorite superhero is But I know it's like, Mm
2: -hmm. it's because
1: of my influence. I think more than anything else, they're in my superhero classroom. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's kind of at the forefront of their mind. I do have a lot of kids, at least this year, who are very artistic. And so sometimes I think and I haven't given them a chance to do this this year. Um, but some kids love to draw their own comic books, too, which is, I think, fun to see. I I know we talk about reading a lot, but then reading and writing are like, super closely linked together when they're learning to do one or the other. Um, so giving them a chance to write things like that out is challenging for them but they really love it too I have a lot of kids who they'll just on their free time like that's what they want to do they want to try to draw their own comics and they make up their own characters it's really that's pretty neat to see no
0: too. that's cool yeah no that's good to uh it's good to encourage because it's like I think I remember when I was a kid I uh did a lot of drawing and like making up characters but uh, I drew on a desk one time all these imaginary characters <laughs> got, I mean, like, a desk yeah
1: did you get well. expelled
0: no, that's I think a, I just, mm-hmm.
1: that's a crime. That's yeah, think, terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I just got a detention or something, but
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, kids do that. Yeah, sometimes I'll catch, I just I have a lot of artists. They make up little stories all the time. Uh, they're, I've got an interesting uh, class of kids. I love them. Uh, they're interesting. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, definitely, definitely not that age. <laughs> They've but. got
1: very creative minds
0: yeah yeah (laughs) well it's good to uh it's good to encourage that because yeah I mean a lot of creativity you know Mm -hmm. definitely want to like nourish and everything Uh
1: yeah I have one student who's really artistic and her mind is just I don't I don't know if I could explain it and I (laughs) honestly feel like I will never have another student like her she's very hard to do like the school things where like um, it's very structured and strict and like, you have to do it this way or write it this way, but her creativity is just so insane that I feel like she struggles with certain things in school, but she's going to be so, I'm so curious to see what she'll do when she's older. Cause she's such a little artist and she makes up all these crazy stories that I know it's like, doesn't fit into the paradigm of what school is. Mm-hmm but I feel like she's going to be so successful in whatever she does. And I wish that creativity like that was valued more in your day-to-day classroom because the way it's structured, it's kind of like that has to fall to the wayside, but I know she's going to do like such amazing things when she's older. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Give it time. Yeah. Yeah. No, gotta, gotta definitely uh, rep the students. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm say i'm really curious uh just kind of wrapping up here what a what a character they usually gravitate towards just like favorite
2: superhero my kids my, yeah. seat, my kids mm-hmm.
1: uh i feel like the common is black panther oh okay um spider-man
2: it's always and villains
1: mm-hmm. oh there was one villain oh gosh i'm blanking
2: what, oh oh
1: i know who they were super into was venom
0: Oh yeah. Venom. Yeah. Well, he's like an anti-hero. You know?
1: Yeah. So that they would ask, who's your favorite superhero? Who's your favorite villain? A lot of times to each other. And for villain, they always say Venom like 99% of the time. They're all yeah. super into Venom.
0: Yeah. He's, uh, you know, something about him. Just always draws people to him, <laughs> yeah. the costume. Yeah. Those,
1: those eight-year-old kids of mine are crazy about him.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: hmm
0: but yeah, um, you know, it's kind of like any other, you know, I'm just really curious, just kind of, you know, because it's, it's really, I mean, at least for me as a comic book, you see like a lot of uh, comic books or like graphic novels that get banned. And uh, for, for mm. what you could like kind of speak to that or just from like that perspective, um, you know, I'm really curious because you see like stuff, um, you know, I think it was recently, I think it was like Moz Maz that got banned. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I was just really curious, just kind of like on a serious, more serious note. Do you have any like kind of thoughts on that?
1: Well, I think banning books is ridiculous, just in yeah. general. Uh, I feel like, for me personally, in my classroom, classroom, some of those stories aren't for young <laughs> kids anyway. Yeah, and it's interesting because I think the news or things or media want to make it seem like you're shoving a lot of not age appropriate things down Mm -hmm. young children's throats when you're not when like teachers know what a kid can and can't handle yeah and I feel like a lot of those texts are important and as students get older and they can understand more like those are good texts to read like Mouse, like you said um there's a lot of different things um I lost my train of thought for a second no
2: no it's
0: all good
1: um
0: yeah it's just like common sense and like what my yeah. thing is like age appropriate
1: and I think you just you can't be like censor things mm-hmm. like that like kids are gonna know and there's I my teaching program was with UCLA and they're very focused on social justice mm-hmm. and so I follow a lot of anti-racist educators and try to learn from them and if a kid so I'm thinking about race now specifically sure. but it kind of applies to lots of general things that are controversial like if a kid is old enough to notice it they're old enough to talk about it. So, things like, like I think when I was, you know, five or six,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I noticed, like, oh, I'm brown. My friends are not brown. Like, that kid has darker skin than me. Like, you notice those things at a very young age. So, it's not controversial to me to talk about it, about why we have those differences, what does that mean, and how we're experiencing the world differently. That's not to say there's not different age appropriate ways to talk like from grade to grade. And I've worked with kind of K through six in my career. So like how I talk to a kindergarten about stuff like that's very different than talking to a sixth grader, but that doesn't mean they can't have those conversations. And a lot of the content that I think people are scared about or want to get banned are things that kids notice anyway. Yeah, And it's, you know, you want to talk about it. And in my opinion, Um, you want to give them, and I I think just in general too, like a big thing about teaching kids is to be critical and not just take everything at face value. Mm -hmm. That's something that's really important to me. So with any of these topics, uh, I don't know any teacher that's ever forced an opinion down a student's throat. It's more about giving them context, giving them understanding, giving them tools to research things and giving them the critical thinking skills to take everything that they've learned and make up their own mind about things so when I hear things about like banning books it's controversial it's like that means you don't trust your kids yeah and I have an issue with that like what are you doing then why are you a parent why Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, so it's just all a bunch of nonsense to me I don't think we should be banning anything
2: yeah definitely Uh, yeah
0: yeah, it's very well said. Yeah, I mean, I would, that's my uh, soapbox. No, no, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, it's like Stan Lee had a uh, Stan soapbox back in the day, you know, because uh, I was going to say, and, you know, uh, it's very, you know, very well said. I agree with everything because it's like, you know, if you look at uh, comics back in mm-hmm. like 70s, 80s, they have like a lot of really good uh, allegory and moral lessons. Like X Men mm-hmm. is about like discrimination, uh, segregation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you read something like, uh, the famous graphic novel it's like god loves man kills those an x-men graphic novel and there's like a lot of really good um uh, morality sort of lessons on mm-hmm. just like um because it's a, it's about like this uh past year that's trying to like uh, quell mut- you know anti-mutant mm-hmm. re- rhetoric and i think there's like a scene where it's like um against like uh you know saying that uh you know someone you know people like uh won't you know uh be more right if you know like if they're like nightcrawler and then i think there's like a famous th- i forgot it's like kitty pride like shadow catch kind of like um so it's like you know i'd rather like you know be friends with like nightcrawler than like someone that would like you know blindly hate mm. so so a lot of really good uh really good morality lessons too in comics when you think about it and, like oh, obviously, for sure. yeah with great power great responsibility responsibility. Mm -hmm. yeah
1: definitely which is why just this is kind of a little tangent sometimes i feel like people's reactions to shows and things are like oh they're shoving this message down my face but it's like well since the beginning of time comic books have been doing that so
2: yeah yeah
0: they've always been about something
1: don't be shocked
0: (laughs) yeah you know when they say like it has like it's too political now it's like no they always kind of Mm -hmm. been like that yeah yeah Cause it's like exactly. Superman is uh, Superman and his like first comic is beating up landlords and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So,
2: yeah,
0: you know, that has okay. been political.
1: There's always, and I think, again, that's the thing that I, one thing we focus on was critical media literacy and my mm. um, teaching program is it's always, you're consuming media all the time, but it's asking the questions, who's making it? what is the message what are they trying to do you yeah. agree with the message or not so they're like you said there's political things it's but you know just be critical
2: yeah definitely and then, everything yeah
0: exactly one last question for you if, uh you know just kind of mm-hmm. getting to the other thing uh is there anything you would want to see like in like comics going forward because they are trying to make it more like all ages and like if you look at the original sort of comics they always kind of were like I know it has like an older audience now but like you know from from like the 60s they were more like all ages would you want to see more comics geared Mm -hmm. to being that I'm just curious
1: huh good question (laughs) because well I feel like there are some comics I see that are very clearly like they're not for kids yeah like the
0: boys or yeah
1: yeah and I feel like um the last few years i don't know and maybe i've just noticed that more that there's a lot that are geared towards adults where it's like oh i wouldn't share this with my students or my or whoever but um i i feel like at the same time though there's been a lot of a lot more comics being made that are geared specifically for kids if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. Like, I think what you're saying is in the past, it was kind of everything was all ages, but now I feel like it's kind of branched off. Yeah. And there's like a, but I think there's a big selection for kids now. Mm -hmm. And then there's like that big selection for adults. Yeah. And I think that makes me think of the comics I showed you earlier, like the Made in Korea I picked up and the the Nice House on the Lake. Those are Mm -hmm. very much for adult audiences. And I really enjoy them. Like I, so I feel like, there's that market in both places um and I'm fine with that
2: yeah
1: I would be fine if there's things that are more geared all ages too um I think I guess I'll say the more the merrier Mm -hmm. I mean there's so many um stories to create and to be told I am any new any new thing I'm here for it I'm fine like is a good story is a good story I read things for that are for children all the time and enjoy it yeah. part of it's my job but also I mean I like a good children's book too yeah, so exactly. a good story is a good story I'm not mad about it
0: very well said yeah no definitely if it's like you know it's a good story definitely read it you know no mm-hmm. shame in that yeah but, yeah. but <laughs> cool cool yeah, Nikki, uh, you know, just want to say thanks just for being on the show. This has been really, really cool, just uh, you know, hearing your perspective, um, kind of getting uh this like uh perspective from like a teacher. Um I'm always like very appreciative of like uh really cool, you know, understanding teachers. So definitely uh, you know, want to thank you for that. Uh
1: oh, thank you, Gene. Thank you for having me on. This is fun.
0: Well, definitely. <laughs> And, uh, you know, if, uh, is there any uh, where, you know, social media wise, if you want to promote that or anything anything throughout out there? Uh,
1: I mean, I'm on Instagram, but it's just, you know, Nikki underscore is underscore nuclear. But I mean, that's just like my personal account because gotcha. I'm just again, I'm just a casual comic book uh, fan, reader, teacher. Um, but that's my Instagram. If anyone should like to join me there.
0: There you go. Yeah see so like yeah talk comics and all that but yeah mm-hmm. cool cool but yeah no this has been really wonderful um thanks for being on again um you can follow me on twitter instagram g992 um you can follow the waffle press at the waffle press uh on twitter at the waffle press podcast on instagram thanks for listening and thanks for watching we've been professionally unprofessional